Hey y'all, what's up? What's up? It's your girl Malik and we back. It's him. Um, we miss y'all so much. Glad to be back in front of our family, our people, our loved ones, our family. And um, what's good? I got my fam in front of me. What's good with you, Aaron? What's going on? Not much. You know, I I've been sick, a little sick. So I've been a little under the weather, you know, trying to keep it low uh and move through the foolishness instead of just like block it um because this weather is crazy i am not ready mm. for a new york city winter i tell you that um so i gotta get more bundled but once i get over this sick shit you know i, I think i can get my shit together after that so i've basically just been working and uh taking a lot of medicine that's basically what's going on in my life what's going on with you trey i've been enjoying the winter um if you don't know then you know i like it cold I like it freezing. If it's like 42 degrees, it's perfect weather to do everything. I mean, you could just be in bed. If you have a significant other, you can cuddle. I mean, you can watch a movie. Like, this is perfect. Love Jones watch a movie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fool, have you been outside today? <laughs> Here they go. No, I'm saying like, that's all That's all inside. Like, that, that, girl. Agree with me, girl. Like, I don't. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not because I actually keep it cold in my dorm as well. So there you go. Okay. So just let me tell you, Aaron says all of that, but let me tell you, I'm not even going, I'm not even going to do it. You know, let me be not petty anymore because let me tell you, Aaron really has been trying me for the past week and a half but you know i've been really nice he's been sick i made him tea i've been trying to be a real hospitable guest and i'm not even from the south i'm from the east coast so you know i could really kick his ass to the curb and have him laying outside in the cold but i haven't i've been very nice but he treats me like the little annoying brother that he don't have like i don't understand why (laughs) but you know it is what it is i'm gonna let you do you because you sick but once you're all better i'm gonna fuck your ass up (laughs) oh my god Okay. Anyway, what's going on with you, Stevie? Um, listen, I'm just trying to get my life together and get back on the time zone of where I'm from because I definitely went to Vegas not too long ago. And I'm really just trying to get my body, my mind, my soul back together and working and just getting back to New York time. Like right, Reclaim just, your groove, Stella. Yeah. Just, come on, Stella. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I've just been chilling this week. I've actually been in the house because <laughs> the last week we talked and I said my goal was to kind of, you know, chill out and just... Um, Lies. <laughs> she went out last night. I did. <laughs> so now you lie into the show no, to the listeners. I said I chill out, so I chilled out more than I usually do. So, you know, steps. Look, here's, <laughs> here's his chilling out. So last Saturday, last weekend, we were... I had a whole plan to mm-hmm. go to the the museum. He tweeted about it and everything. Told the mm-hmm. world. I wake up in the morning and, and hit the phone call to call to see where this man is. Um, yeah, I am not going to be able to make it to this thing. Um, I'm going to be in bed today. I notified her and she got what she got. <laughs> yeah. So his I'm only going to stay in the house is only for Mm-mm. me. Nope. I had went. I've been in the house. And it's been good. I've been resting. Um, But more importantly, though, I actually went to therapy uh, last week. And um, she gave me some things to think on. So I've kind of been um, not being around people so I can really, like, you know, pull back some things and see what I need to work on. But um, it's crazy. This is such a sidebar. But, like, in therapy, she was saying that a lot of my issues lie within me being concerned about what other people think about me um and just more so like not being wrapped up in the aesthetics of things and just like the opinions of others so um I've been kind of like thinking about how did I become that person and like what are things that I can do to you know lessen my anxiety about how people feel about me so yeah but therapy's been going great Lord, I actually feel like I want to talk about that right now. <laughs> like, I I think y'all all know that I am not super concerned about what other things, but others think. But whenever I do the podcast or the playlist that I do put out every month, mm. I send it to Malik about thirty times, and there's nothing really that changes. It may be a song here and there or an order, but I am so concerned about 
just the way it looks, the way it's presented, the way, and maybe that's just business wise and and professionally wise. Because I'm the same way with my um, my personal website. Yeah. I've changed it about thirty times. I've revamped it today. <laughs> like I change and I do things like that, but it's not to please myself because I'm always fine whatever mm. what it looks like. But it's always to others. But that was really good. I'm thankful that you said that because I had to get that off my chest. No, um, I mean, and and it bridges up. I didn't say anything in the session, but I think like a lot of um a lot of my insecurities come from like my sexuality and yeah. just um just concerned about what other people think of me like living my life as a gay man you know and that has seeped over into other aspects of my life and um it's something that i've made a conscious well i'm making a conscious effort to work on so that i can have a better foundation and become a better person you know um but yeah like i will talk about that later on our um, mental health episode um but yeah, yeah, like it's it's been some good stuff. But um another thing that I really want to like get on is the topic um so I'm dating a guy and we've we've been dating for a few weeks, but we had a conversation and it was put on the table that like, you know, he was dating other people. And um I was just like, okay, so I like wanted to bring it to the table and ask, you know, what do you do when you have someone who you like and who you're getting to know and the relationship is not quite committed or it's not like you're not committed, but you know that you may want to be with this person, but this person is getting to know other people in some form of fashion. So it doesn't mean necessarily that they are having sex. Um, It just means that they're getting to know other people. What do you do? Well, I've never been in that type of space. Mm. So for me, that's like uncharted territory. Just because I feel like the people that I've ever dated or been in a relationship or anything with, we've both been like, we only want each other right now. Like, that's what we are. <laughs> we got into it only wanting each other. So I'm, But I'm young as hell. So still... Who knows what next week will bring. (laughs) Next week, I could be like, oh, my God, I'm so into this guy. But then he tells me, like, he's seeing three other people. And I'm, like, Friday. And he got a Monday and Wednesday. So what do do y'all have? Have y'all ever been in that? And, like, what, like, is there rules? Like, what what is the? I don't think that it's inherently negative. Um, I think that people tend to go in the negative direction when it comes to those sorts of situations. But um, I think that dating itself, just casual dating, it is doesn't always revolve around just one person. Communication is key uh, when it comes to any sort of interaction with somebody, especially on a romantic level. And as long as you are letting them know what it is that you're doing and keeping it, you know, 100 from jump, then I don't think any issues should arise. Um, I think that, you know, the gay community in general, the black gay community, the only one that I'm a part of, uh, (laughs) not to speak of the white gays, I don't know about y'all. The black gay community, we tend to look at exclusivity as a requirement really, really Mm. early. And, I'm not saying that there's an issue with wanting exclusivity. I just think that, you know, it's healthy to get out there, you know what I'm saying, to to date and not be, quote unquote, shopping for a husband. You know, you go on one or two dates with somebody and you think that you really like them and all of a sudden you're looking like, yeah, commitment. Me and this person is me and him, you know, already like looking at like anniversary dates and, you know, what have you. And it's like, let's a little premature. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you get so angry when that person is honest with you and says they've been dating other people, but what they're doing is living their life. Right. I don't mean, because I'm always contrary Catherine when it comes to these sorts of subjects, but like, you know. Look, I have to raise my hand. There are two things that I wanted to say. Um, It's a respect thing with me. And like, just if we are dating and we're not exclusive, but you are dating other people or I'm dating other people, I'm going to be as respectful to your person as possible just because like, I'm not going to be dating multiple people and like putting you down in the process because I think that's a lot of the times that's what like happens. So it comes across of, well, to me sometimes like it can just be put into someone like putting you down 
it's just like, enjoy me, respect my time, respect who I am as a person, but don't carry like, oh, girl, like, like, I don't matter or like, I'm not like an important factor to this situation. Like, again, be respectful to my feelings and my time. Well, I mean, communication is what does that. Right. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're being honest with that person saying, hey, I am dating other people or, you know, when we go on our first date, I'm letting you know that, you know, maybe I might not be ready. for You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. be honest with them from jump because- then you are never like in a space where, oh, I'm surprised by this or, oh, I never knew this was going to happen or mm-hmm. why would he do this? I never thought that he was the kind of person. You know what I'm saying? That you already know what kind of person they are and what you're getting yourself into from the beginning. But I feel like there's nothing wrong, honestly, with trying not to try and find a, a, a husband or a partner mm-hmm. or something. But like, I just feel like, <laughs> what the fuck are you dating for? Are you dating for... The sheer fact that you want a companion, or are you dating for just the the hell of it, the fun. To be young yeah. and free in I, this motherfucking I, life, like yeah, not, but you're not always like. I'm not saying like you're only the only reason why you're out here dating is to find a man and to be married. Like that's not what I'm saying. But I'm, what I'm saying is you just living frivolously out here in these streets, like. Do you not have any plan? Any fuck? I think like you're anything? cute, and I want to hang out with you. Yeah, and. I'm not looking so far into the future when it comes to that. Yeah. I want to hang out with you. Now, if I develop into something cool, but for now, I think you're cute and I want to hang out with you. Is that how was that like a undesirable thing? It's like, oh, I'm so flighty and like, you know, whatever, because I just think you're cute and I want to hang out with you. No, I want, I want a husband. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, shop over there for one because yeah. me, I'm chilling. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If it develops into a husband type deal, then cool. But I'm not walking into it like, let me, I'm, I'm sizing you up for the tux. As soon as I see you, like, that's crazy to me. But nobody's walking in those situations like, I want a husband. Like, people aren't walking in like, oh, I I see Aaron, and before I even speak to this man, that's my husband. You'd be surprised. Like, what the, what the? Like okay, then then they need to get uh, um talk it out with somebody. Like they need no. to listen to the show because I don't understand what the hell is going it's on. A, out it's okay streets. to have options too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm all for an option, I, especially when you're single. You can have as many options as you want to. You don't have to sit there and just choose. You got things that you can choose from, and you get to take from different people. And then people also change every day. So the first person that you choose could be different. The next day you go out on a date with them, they can give you a different vibe, a totally different, whole different look at how you looked at them when you first started talking to them. So that's definitely a big thing too. And I want to say though that you got to be upfront and honest with the person if they tell you that, oh, I'm seeing other people, if you don't want that. Because if you are like, oh, I don't really want to be seeing other people, like we're getting to know each other, but we're also like starting to build something serious. And I don't think I want you to wake up next morning and be like, you know, what? I like Johnny better. And then I'm fucked. But I'm out here in the streets. That definitely does happen. Like, bitch, I'm not feeling Johnny no more, bitch. I want time. And that goes right back into communication. When you wake up and you feeling Johnny a little more, immediately (laughs) say so. And then there's never any, like, gray area or space where you're wondering what's going on. Like, communication is huge in that. And it's like I say it so much because it's so ignored. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People get wrapped up in their own feelings or they say to themselves, oh, no, he's not going to hear what I'm saying or uh, no, he'll see me as dramatic or too clingy and it's like we misrepresent ourselves Just in the yourself. hopes of having someone be more interested in us but it's like in the end they are gonna find out about your ass anyway mm-hmm. so it's like just be upfront because somebody is gonna feel you trust me somebody is no gonna shade. feel you and, but it also it's like bitch be a standout bitch girl and no shade like you know you have to be that girl and like rely on I think with dating you have to be a very confident person as in you know whatever you are providing this person that's that and you can't be anything more or less than what that is so it's just like if that person isn't receiving it well or they're not feeling it then bitch move the fuck on you know um th- that's what dating is because this is not your husband so it's very take me as I am or leave me alone pretty much yeah um I know this is so random and it's on the same topic but like with specifically with the situation that I just was talking about, like I really felt as though he was trying to say that he was dating other people to spite me because he thinks that I'm dating other people, which I'm not child. Like it, it can be an option. Like I go out, I think that living in New York city, we're surrounded by beautiful men, attractive men all the time. So of course I could be dating other people, but I'm just in this, 
don't get me wrong, I like to go on my dates. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I like to hang out with other men, but spe- specifically spending intimate time with him, it's that's the only person that I spend time with. And so, again, like, don't date other people to spite who you're dating. Okay, so here's here's <laughs> here's my thing, because I think I may have mixed it all up, because... <laughs> For me, dating is like, I'm going on a date with Johnny and I'm going on a date with Susan. But then when you were saying, (laughs) when you were saying intimate time, I'm explaining that, oh, well, maybe I'm equating intimate time to dating. Like if I'm dating, I'm saying, I mean, like if you're going to be intimate with several different people, say it. Mm. But dating, I don't give a fuck. Do what the hell you want to do if you're dating because let's be clear here. You're, you don't, there's no real owner, not not ownership, but there's no yeah. real um, commitment. Commitment unless honestly you got a ring on your damn finger and you said them damn vows. That's when the commitment and the true um, testament of time and the, the vows are in. So date the fuck who the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, I just again like don't don't I think that if you if you are dating someone that may be dating someone that may be dating someone else like get to know them that doesn't mean that that's the end of that situation you know but you just have to be um like like Aaron said it has to be transparency um and also like you have to know who you are as 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 a person and if you're gonna be willing to deal with the situation because again we're dating and it's a privilege so you can like reject it take your shit out you know and move the fuck on and sometimes the girls get in their feelings too when it's not even in the situation that they're in they just like to go into it like all right i can handle it and then when it gets down the road the bitches are ready to pull the plug when they should have pulled the plug when they seen what the situation was right at first lord <laughs> I'm not even having flashbacks, but I'm scared to even go back out and date. I've been single for a Don't long time. Like y'all that. now out here, I oh New York, you better take care of me. Girl. I can't She'll take care of you, all right? Yeah, yeah. She'll do a few things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Help you spread your wings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a story to tell? Not today. Not yet. Well, not yet. I ain't got no stories yet. No it's story coming. time. Mm-mm. It's coming though. But yeah, <laughs> so we're going to take a quick, quick, quick break. Uh, don't turn us off. Um, you may check Twitter and Instagram. We'll allow you to do that at the meantime, but don't turn us off. Hey, what's up? This is Malik and you're listening to him. Make sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at him podcast and step into our world at himpodcast.com. Hey y'all, we back, and I want to just give it to uh, Aaron before he kind of kills me. So here's Aaron. Nigga, 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 nigga. That's Damn. my motherfucking nigga. Nigga, nigga, nigga. No, um, I love that song. I something that's been on my heart, you know, for the past uh, few weeks, and I brought it up because I wanted to talk to my boys about it. Is uh, slurs. In mm. the gay community, um, nigga included, um, because I think that there's kind of been a, a divide uh, with saying nigga. Like some people think that you know we shouldn't say it at all, um, and there are those like me who feel like hey, we can say that shit whenever we want to. Um, and then it comes down to who is allowed to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like in our everyday lives, and you know what have you. I personally believe that the reclamation of a slur that was used against us and is still being used against us centuries into today should be left to us and us only. Um, that includes all Black folk. Now, I'm, my definition of Black folk is growing and changing. Um, with you know, including those who are of Latino and Dominican and Hispanic, you know, mm-hmm. culture and descent. Um, but you know people who are not in that group you know what i'm saying who ain't black bro like that's not for you dog like i don't care if you grew up with us i don't care if you was in the gym shooting with us you know what i'm saying i don't care if you are white and you grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood and even if the the yo niggas say hey call me nigga because i say it's okay it's not okay dog it's not and i will pop you you know what i'm saying um what do you guys think about 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 nigga what's 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 your thoughts on on nigga because i love it I say it all the goddamn time. Mm, do you be saying it from the mountaintops? Goddamn. <laughs> um, no, I say nigga all the time. That's my thing. I like to say it. 
<laughs> Let me say, if I hear you say it and you're not black, <laughs> there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Like, seriously. Um, I don't accept it, tolerate it. I don't understand it. I don't care if it's in a rap song. If you hear Migos out here rapping something, talking about nigga this, nigga that. If it comes out your mouth, we're going to have a... First, I'm going to be livid because I live with three white men. And so... I had to tell two of them and explain to them, look, he was, one of them was interested in some girl and she was on Instagram and she wrote nigga in one of her um, comments. Um, and I said to him, well, she's canceled. You bring her into this house, this <laughs> no. dorm. I'm just going to tell you, I hope you find um, a good place to lay your head. I hope she lets you back in because she's not welcome into this place where I lay my head and she's canceled and he knows she's canceled. And she, he said, Oh, he saw her in the street, but she's canceled. Yep. That's my new thing. You're canceled. And I had to explain to them. I don't care if it's a rap song. I don't care if somebody from your hood told you that it was okay. You say it and I hear it, you're canceled from all life. You may need to find a new place to stay because I may make it a living hell because you don't own, you don't deserve, and you don't get a chance to ever say it, not once. Because I feel like every white person that I've ever met and every white person that exists in this world has said nigger with glee by themselves at some point. At some point in life. And so it's like, you already, I don't trust you already. Mm. So it's like, I don't give a fuck how close we get. And how cool we are and how drunk we are, you know, whatever. As soon as you say that shit, it, the tables are turned, dog. Like, it's me and you and a dog. Like my mom used to say. It's me, you, and a dog. We out here, dog. Yeah. Square up. Like. I, um, uh, in class, we're reading, or we were just finished reading uh, The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. And that, uh, the novel, the text itself uses, like, you know, just a lot of, like, it uses the word nigga a lot. And, um white people have su such a fascination with the word with the word like it's like it's it's very insidious you know like it's like a a hard on for like pain and just so much hurt like i can't literally i cannot fathom how like white people can covet like something that has a, such a long history of like pain and and hurt attached to it, you know. But like literally, they have this love hate relationship with black people, and it gags me every fucking time. Like literally, like I'm in class, like looking at them, like living, bitch, mm -hmm. living for like this, and it's just like it's really hard as a black person to read things like that. And because, like, bitch, this is our history. Mm -hmm. This is who we are. So we have no fascination with this at all, bitch. Like, you know, like, our family is dead. You know, our, our tradition, our culture is dead because of you. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's really weird. I use the word nigga just because black people have reappropriated the term. Um, and we have uh, put power behind it. I mean, it's always been power behind it. That's why white people made it a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? If it didn't have any power with it behind it, they would have never made it a bad thing because black white people don't take shit that ain't worth nothing. Let me say that again. White people don't take shit that ain't worth nothing. And I wish I could articulate it in a better <laughs> words, but y'all girls got it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, like it's it's really crazy. And um, just racism in itself really gags me. Mm -hmm. There are like a few concepts in life that I can't really wrap my mind around. And death is one of those concepts. And racism is also like one of the concepts that like it's really hard for me to like really sit down and process that this is something like real. Just as real as you and I. That's still going on today. And I don't think that for like for us, like I don't walk around with glee saying racial insensitive words mm -hmm. about white people. Like I just oh. I don't I just actually never used those words. Can we pause for a second and just ask what those words are? Because I can't think of a single I can't word think of one either. that has that has 
in can any way match or even come anywhere near close to nigger, nigger or any of the other slurs that are used against you know persons of color and other people that are not white yeah. uh, in you know today's society. What cracker? But, but I can't name one. But also, you have to think that the word is also attached to like an action. Like white people were never enslaved by black people, <laughs> so it would never have like the effects that that, that nigga has. Like regardless of whatever, like white people have never been like a minority, so it would never like they. I I think white person a white person made up cracker. They might have, <laughs> but like my thing have. is. What I was saying is, I don't walk around saying, like, for me, hearing oh, y'all no. say it, hearing my people that I know are black and everything say it doesn't take me nowhere. No. But let me hear even a variation. My no. skin rips off my body. My it, it does something to me. And I don't, like, I'm just one of those non-toleration, like, even teachers, even in books. Like, mm. I remember reading Huckleberry Finn and whatnot, and then N-word comes up mm-hmm. a lot. And I remember sitting in class like, try me if you want. Right. Yeah. You better skip that damn word, bitch. You better, and everybody was looking, oh, can we, no, you better skip the word. You better just skip it like it's nothing. You can't say it. Why? 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 I um I also kind of want to bring, you know, a word that is I really don't want to say parallel or or you know, similar to nigga in no, the gay I mean, community. You know, not it, has, it doesn't have that I know what I was talking about. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Long of a history, but you know, it definitely has parallels. And which is faggot. Okay. Um to sort of narrow the focus and bring it to, you know, within the gay community. <sighs> <laughs> I have so many issues, you know, with with the word faggot. Like, you know, those who uh, follow me on social media know that, like, I am not here for it. Um, I get very, very upset when I see people use it, you know, against each other, mm. uh, because it 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 smacks of hypocrisy for mm. one, but also it's just, you know, that's that's hatred. It's hatred in there, mm. and it's like you're using that against the people that you should be uplifting. We're a community, you know, and I say that all the time, but like there's actual like meaning behind that. And we, like I say it all the time, we have a responsibility to each other. And it's like when you get mad at like another girl, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You, one of the girls, you get mad at her and then you, you want to throw faggot out. And it's like, that's the first thing you come up with. But because, and the reason why is because you know, you know how much it hurts because it's been used against you and you decide to use it against somebody else, somebody that's within your own community. That's foul. You know what I'm saying? Like I hate that. With that being said, I um I believe that fems uh that their use of the word faggot should be unrestricted. The reason why is because it's used against them more often than it is used against the rest of us. I'm masculine identified, and I don't hear faggot anywhere near as as often as Malik Wood or as Stevie Wood or as my uh my friends um Kenny Ezra. You know, um, Miles, the girls, the girls Any, right. anywhere near as much as, as they would and have, you know, throughout their entire life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not saying that it's OK for them to use faggot against other against say, other, you know, gays. But it's yeah, like yeah. if they the reclamation of that word mm-hmm. falls to them and them only, I feel yeah. like. And that's how I feel like it parallels, because it's like the reclamation of nigger to nigga should be left to us blacks. And the reclamation of faggot to just faggot, just mm-hmm. being used as, you know, whatever, as an identification. Like, oh, that's, you know, the faggots, that's my, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, that should be left to fems. I think that, um, you know, I'm I'm one of the girls that say faggot, but not in like a, it's, it's used as a, a term of endearment. When, like, I have a text message now, my best friend just hit me up. Hey, Miss Faggot. Like, it's very much of that. And like... I'm one of those girls, like, I would only, I would only do it, like, with my best friend, because, again, 
Stevie just said he don't want nobody calling him faggot. I don't want which, nobody calling me faggot. And I honestly want to say this: I don't use faggot or mm. nigga. I use more bitch, even though bitch isn't good. But I use bitch more than I use faggot or nigga. I'm a bitch. I listen, <laughs> bitch, 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 bitch. I don't use faggot or nigga as much as everyone else. But I don't want none of the girls calling me a faggot. I don't want any none of the white people calling me a nigga. And I don't even want some of my black people sometimes to call me a nigga either because I'm looking at them like, listen, we already have it out here too much that people feel like they can use it and you're using it too much and now they're gonna be like well if i'm around you i can use it just as much i don't want nobody calling me a faggot none of my fam girls i don't want none of y'all calling me faggot don't hey faggot no where them hands at that's something to ask after that i don't want it it's just not part of my life it's never been no now i know that we're all over the place with this just the word usage but going back to faggot the last thing i want to say about that is that you know i don't I don't say faggot in public. That's something that I do with close, close. And and when I say, I don't use it as a derogatory term at all. Mm -hmm. Let's just put that. But if it's a term of endearment, then it's just like a few close girlfriends that I'd be like, hey, girl, like, you know, I'd be like, hey, Miss Faggot. And that's what we give. But one thing that I really, y'all, witch queens need to stop fucking doing is stop letting the fish run amok with the lingo. This shit has to fucking stop. You got to monitor your good girlfriends because they out out here using the lingo not in the proper ways. Hey, sis. And stuff like that. Yeah. I have never seen it for um, heterosexual women. (laughs) Ooh. Like, you know what? And it's like, say say that in the right light. Baby, say say, say that in the right light. Say that in the right light, I have baby. never seen it for heterosexual women, you know what I'm saying, appropriating our culture and using it um, in a way in, against us and then also in the same breath denouncing us mm. Uh, mm. and not standing up for us and defending us. And I see that way too often for me to be here for them in general. Mm. Um, you, in my opinion, you already at a disadvantage. I'm, I'm looking at you sideways from jump because- I know the history, you know what I'm saying? Like heterosexual women can be some of the most dangerous people in the world, you know, um, to the gay community, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, And it's crazy because we tend to shelter them. We tend to surround ourselves with them, feel more safe with them. And yet they are sometimes more dangerous than men. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I always, I always believe that somebody who is not as upfront about their homophobia is more dangerous than those who are because as long as, long as you, I know for sure, then I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right, live your life over there across the street, dog. Mm-hmm. But you come to my house, you come to my space. You know what I'm saying? And you hang out with us, and you mm-hmm. give us life, and you know what have you. And then let something go sour. You better tell we up. all types of like every. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All the things that are wrong. Then if you want to take it even deeper. Your boyfriend's is homophobic. Mm. Your husband's is homophobic. Baby. You know what I'm saying? They saying all kind of foul shit out their mouth, and you're not saying nothing. Nothing. You might even be laughing and agreeing with them. I got kicked out of a party like that. Like you know what I'm saying? And it's like, so are you really an ally or no? Nah? Now, and, and and I get that phrase from Tim Hale. Mm-hmm. He has a YouTube channel, and I just watched his most recent video. Oh yeah, it was allies or not, nah? and um, you know, to touch on that, it's like, are you really an ally? Because when it comes down to it, if you really are, you're checking the people that are closest to you because that's where that shit starts. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not always being upfront about it on the TL or in a video or, you know, what have you. It comes with checking your family, mm-hmm. your friends, and your shout outs. Grassroots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where it comes from. So mm-hmm. it's like, are you really an ally? Because are you staying silent when poker saying all kind of fucked up shit? Are you standing up? Or are you saying something out your fucking mouth? Are you are you standing up? Even when we're not there to see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um I've also I've always been weary about like creating ships with like black women in general. Um, just because I think sometimes it's just like living in the city, it's like having a gay best friend is like all the rage, you oh know? Oh my god. All the girls want one. Um, so I'm really just apprehensive about situations about you know meeting meeting black women and like hanging out with them because i don't i don't want to be used as like an accessory you know i got a story (laughs) story time um i've been to like a lot of parties where like my heterosexual uh female friends have invited me to parties and i feel like completely uncomfortable and i feel like all eyes on me and i'm being judged in the sense of they should have basically told 
their friends who are at the party that a gay person is coming to the party and don't make him feel uncomfortable. And it's been times that I've gotten kicked out of parties because I'm gay. That was younger days. But it's been times like this, like a house party in the projects. And I'm like, girl, I'm pulling up. I got the bottle. Let's do this. And I get there and I'm just like, girl, I'm ready to go. And then they're like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? Like, what is he doing here? Like, why is he here? Like, get him out of here. And that's like one of the most uncomfortable feelings in the world. Like, I was so embarrassed. I'm like, girl, why did you invite me and the girl like fell out about it? Like, girl, why did you bring me into this environment? Not letting them know like what's coming up. Like you already, they already know who you, they know who you hang out with. Mm. They know who your friends are, bitch. They see us posting pictures and stuff, bitch. They know who I am. I'm not hiding who I am either, but don't bring me into a situation where I have to feel completely uncomfortable because, bitch, we're going to no longer be friends. And then you're going to become an enemy, not an ally anymore. Like, girl, we're done because you should have respected our friendship, Mm. period. Keeping it on allies, but bringing it a little back to slurs within our community, Mm -hmm. I'd like to talk briefly about um, our trans community and how we disrespect them so often. And um, I think the disrespect starts with misgendering. Um, and it ends with, you know, using words that have been, you know, designated derogatory. We use them anyway. Tranny is a derogatory term. Uh-huh. That's a derogatory term. And especially those that are, have been entrenched in the gay scene for years, you know, that wasn't always something that was viewed as negative, but right. they want to hold on to it. But it's like, for what? Because these are these are still our brothers and sisters here, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, stop doing that. And then it always comes with anger. Why do we let our anger turn us into ugly people? As soon as a gay man gets angry at a trans person, it's like tranny, you know what I'm saying? He, she, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, why do you do that? Because at the end of the day, they're still our community. They're still our people. You know what I'm saying? Um, Can I interrupt you? I'm sorry. I was at the um, I was at a group meeting one day and. A young man had commented on how using the proper pronouns for both trans women and trans men are privilege. Miss hmm. Thing, now, let me tell you, I don't know as much as I would like to know on the trans community, but that's something that just being a, bl- a gay black man and a femme gay black man, that's something that I'm educating myself on daily. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, bitch, if somebody tell you, regardless of trans, dog, cat, if somebody tells you that they want to be addressed a certain way, okay. it is not your privilege to do so. It is their human right to have that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let's start with that, bitch. We're going to start with building blocks on this motherfucking him show. You know what I'm saying? And, like, there are, in order to get to, like, equality, it's going to take steps. And we can't jump from, like point a to point z meaning like you know we have to start and as you said the pronouns i think it's like the first start into understanding that trans people are humans Mm -hmm. and you identifying them the way that the way that the community would like to be identified is not a privilege it is a human right because people love and the most popular example I can come up with at the moment is Caitlyn Jenner. Mm. People love to refer to her as Bruce when they get mad. Because Caitlyn Jenner is a mess. Yeah, I don't regardless. see it for her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that she is who she is. We don't misgender her when we're mad at her. She says something stupid. Mm. Or she tries to represent the whole community when she's saying some off-the-wall shit. Mm. That's fine. She's crazy. That's cool. But we don't misgender her. You know what I'm saying? She's that shows who you are as a person. You're fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And it, I, I mean, I, we definitely going to explore trans identity more in a future episode of him. But, you know, people, I hate when people say, it has to start with us. You know, blah, blah, blah. I hate because people say that usually in response to us being angry about how things are in the world. You know, what have you. But it really does start with us. And not to take it in that direction, but within us, we have to love us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... As long as we do that, as well as speaking out against injustice, you know what I'm saying, that's going on outside of our community and loving ourselves, only then we'll be able to make some actual change. Mm. We have to start with us, and that's respect. Respect each other enough to not use these types of terms that we know will hurt people. You're not dumb. You know exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. That's foul. And that's how I feel about going back to white people using nigga. Like, that's how I feel about white people. Like, bitch, you know you're not supposed to say that. 
You know exactly what you're doing. I felt the word. Come okay, on, we just come bringing on. it full come circle. On, come yeah. on. And, and you're not getting, you only get one chance. That's it. It's done, dog. Mm-hmm. Your one chance is gone. You, 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 know, you, you didn't even know you had the chance. When you say that shit once, done. A chop. You're and done. you canceled. Boom. Um, this and this is we. I know this. A lot of this this conversation was centered around just like words and just you know communication. But I also want to talk about how there's like this stereotype that because you use the gay lingo that you're like automatically femme. Oh my god! And I really don't like. I was thinking the other day about this. Like, if I'm in Spain and I know how to speak Spanish then I'm going to fucking speak Spanish. And like when I'm around gay people, don't think of me as less than because I'm speaking in my native tongue. That's like when I think of the the lingo within the gay community, I like literally think of it as like a native tongue. It is. It's a, it's a whole dialect. It really is. And that's why also going back to the black, don't let the black girls, you know, snatch it, you know. Yeah, don't use my shit, girl. Because you're using it wrong. But yeah. For starters. But yeah. I just, I really don't like how I can like be kicking with my girlfriend and it's just like, oh, like she's either like less than or like I don't really, li- you know, I don't use the gay lingo. So like I'm not really in the gay scene. So I'm not really associating myself separate. with her. So it's like that divide again that kind of separates us from being a community that like I want to disavow. We will be right back don't go no damn where you know this this topic was interesting so <laughs> why the, don't even move. this is a lot don't we'll be back bye hey you guys it's your boy stevie and you're listening to him check us out on instagram and twitter at him podcast and make sure you check out our website himpodcast.com welcome back guys you're listening to him so i know we got real deep there uh before the break, we took it a little heavy. So I think we want to wrap up with something a little bit lighter. You know, uh, it's been on Malik's heart. I'm looking at Malik right now. <laughs> well, actually, I should say it's been on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to quickly touch on the glorious and beautiful practice that is masturbation. What the hell is... T- what? I, I think yeah, that baby. every... I think it needs to be talked about. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's time, like you know, you know, you see that tweet cross your timeline where like it's a gift of somebody beating like some beating. It's like it's time. It's, a lot of those it's time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like the uh, the one where they say you know you know what the fuck is going on. It's like you uh, when you're switching your screen orientation from like locked to unlocked so you can turn it sideways. Yeah. You know what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? So yo, it's I mean like aside from the health benefits that have been proven over and over again. It feels good. Yes. It's a blessing. How often do y'all do it? Because I, you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm... Right. <laughs> First of all, Trey will not be putting his business out in the streets. She's a young um, girl. We don't need her to. Yes. Let the old folks take Let over, you old yeah. holes right. and hags be. Excuse you know I'm me. I'm having my time. Can you let me be, please? I don't interrupt you. Lord. See, this is, he wants my spot and I'm not letting him have it. Girl, she had Little Kim, sit your ass down, Ooh, Kimmy. Baby. Kimmy Blanco. Ooh, okay. But anyway, I'm not going to put my business out there because they have stories. And remember when first times, and I'm a little too young and I don't remember anything like I that. So back to you, Aaron, who is scratching like a damn dog. <laughs> go ahead. Anywho, um, I'm just going to pick it up and say that um, I masturbate on average. I probably masturbate about three to five times a day um uh, that's a, a lot day? that's a really lot and that's like lot. bitch no shade like last week girl i had went like a bitch i was masturbating all day like i'm samantha i'm very much of girl if i'm masturbating i'm masturbating all day don't call me i'm not doing nothing like girl i'm masturbating like bitch no shade um but specifically last week though like Going back to the whole therapy thing, like I really have been trying to spend more time by myself. And I think that masturbation is a really, like, don't get me wrong, like, sex with another person is amazing. But there are times where in, I've learned that in order to elevate that connection with um, that other person or whoever your partner may be, you have to, like, kind of bring it home to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So um, this week, I've just been doing my things and, you know, 
playing with myself and you know um it's it's amazing but you really learn some things through masturbation and mutual masturbation as well like let's talk about that so honestly is that part of your self-care regimen bitch it is a girl i forgot tea and masturbation (laughs) (laughs) you be lighting them candles for yourself just setting the mood baby girl lord jesus i need y'all who are listening to tell me what the best lubes are Mm. Because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, I love gun oil. That's the one that everybody's been talking about. But I heard recently that gun oil ain't the hot shit no more. So I need y'all to let me know what's the realness so that I could get the right one. I use oils. Yeah. I use a lot of oils. I don't use any like... What oils? Coconut. I use ar- coconut, argan oh, oil. Argan so let favorite. me just say that the Aronets yeah. about to blow... Our uh, DMs up, <laughs> just letting them know it, just what type of lube they want you to use, baby. But I all the only reason why I started using oils is because like this is about we're getting really Deep. off topic. But <laughs> I mean, if you are bottoming and depending on like what size the penis is, the anus or just like the tissue will rip and like yeah. sometimes you bleed. So I yeah. think that like using coconut oil oh. would like be a little bit more hygienic. Absolutely. Just because, like, you know, there are times when, like, you bottom and you bleed. So, it's just, like, that's why I always use coconut oil. So, yeah. Okay, I'm so a, random. Right, and no. Like, I'm you keeping know, that in mind. Yeah. Uh, no, because I, um, I masturbate as much as I can. <laughs> I'm just going to put it there. Look, I, <laughs> I can't. I'm going to put it there. Eric just gave a tea, bitch, and I'm the <laughs> only one who picked it up. But girl, I am weak. Oh no, I got that one. I'm asking as much as I good. possibly can. Okay. Um, but no, it gives that with me too. It's yeah. It's just it's just fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Like knowing yourself, especially sexually, is well, it has so many benefits mm-hmm. down the road. Um, definitely being with somebody else in a sexual manner is fantastic. But you know, being with yourself is just as important and just as amazing. Um and I'll be looking forward to it sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm about to, I'm about Go to home. really, yeah. <laughs> he said right after work, I'll be ready like I'm this. To, I'm about to I work it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why did I really think of that <laughs> little video on Twitter of Demi Lovato talking about she was gonna beat that bitch up? <laughs> and then I just saw, I know yeah, for a sheer fact that I've seen. Aaron retweet that when it was talking about masturbation, so that's where I seen it first. Wow! I remember mm. thinking, I'm about to beat, beat this, this bitch, bitch up. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about um, worshiping. Yes. And let me tell you, you challenged me to like go to another level with my sexuality because we talked about like you have to be really secure mm-hmm. in order to like be in that predicament as far as like being worship or wor- doing the worshiping. And I think that like mutual masturbation like helps with like the sensualness of the experience or whoever like you know i don't want to say relationship because we ain't got to be in a relationship but you know like the experience so it's just like wow like i that's my next step it's like getting kinky and we had that conversation via text where like niggas saying they kinky and they're really not Not. and it's like i'm really trying to up my freak meter so like thank you for challenging me because like that's what we're here all to do you know it's a whole new world we live in pokemon johto okay (laughs) i can't (laughs) y'all sound like y'all in a whole group talking about thank you sister thank you sister thank you sister aaron for upping my freak meter like what is this an infomercial or like what the hell don't get me wrong like someone tweeted me the other day this is so random but they were saying how like they listen to the show and they really love how i'm as I'm, i'm sexually liberated and just free and whatever and that has come because like i've been around other people who are like exploring their sexuality with me as well so it's just like it really is motivating to see other people out there like you know enjoying learning protecting themselves but like doing it in 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 a challenging way so yeah like bitch no shade when you said that i'm like girl would i let somebody do that to me let me get myself ready just in case you know (laughs) There are different, it, it, you know, when when you're moving into the the kinky side of things, mm. there it's like a it's like a whole new thing that you got to prepare for. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not always thinking about like people that are into kinks, like the kink that they have. It, me, I'm into armpits. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. armpit, just see, seeing armpit hair turns me on. And then you know, if I'm in a room with somebody and we, you know, we 
getting like litty. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I might have to lift that arm up and go in there. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but it's it's crazy because it's like people not are they're not thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a whole new like worldview. So like I gotta let people know like from jump like hey going into this you know what I'm saying I might blah blah mm-hmm. and I get rejected more often than not but I mean <clears throat> I think that just being open to that kind of because because you never know no you know what I'm saying you never know what you might like until you know you try it or until you know whatever so yeah from the feet to the armpits <laughs> I'm I'm dying because I just is I like to learn so much about Aaron <laughs> and like I feel like I don't. I just learned every single day, like from armpits to toes mm-hmm. to worshiping. Like I just want to, like you are opening my eyes to all the types of things people are into. Um, armpit, like any others. I honestly don't, because I I don't believe that. And I don't want to sound pretentious, mm-hmm. but it's like sometimes I don't think that gay describes me directly. Like I think that there's got to be a, a stronger word than that mm-hmm. because. When, when I say I love men, mm. they're the most beautiful creatures in the world. on this earth. And it's like, I I really don't understand like how I even go through life. You know what I'm saying? With the, they're everywhere and mm. they're so beautiful. And it's like everything about them is beautiful to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like that manifests in my kinks. But it's just like, that's why I love worshiping so much. Because it's like, just give me, I just want to appreciate you from top to, from the tips of your hair Follow all the way those. down to... Your toes, I just like yeah. let me just let me just love on you because you're so beautiful and it's like that is really a thing to me and like that manifests in my kinks. But yeah. you know, I decided and I said this on Twitter, I was like, yo, I have to if I'm gonna be in this kink life, you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna live it out loud. I'm not gonna move in shadows, you know what I'm saying? Cause like it's just it's not me. Like people that didn't follow me, y'all know that I'm real open about, you know, whatever I'm into sexually, you know, what have you. So when I this armpit and feet thing is recent. You know what I'm saying? That shit happened to me. And I was like, oh my God, I just evolved like a Pokemon. It's so, the journey. Right. And know, so like, I decided journey. that I wasn't going to be like silent about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tweet through it, <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> phrase. Um, and to be open about it because why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, come out of the shadows, y'all. Mm, that was just like... You were trying to initiate people into your little group. Okay. Like, come out of the shadows and join me on this well, cultural revolution. You know what? Get uh, out of my face, okay? Uh, Just because I'm not in here braiding people's armpit hairs, don't be coming for me, okay, friend? All right, girl. Yeah. But no, I really do love him. Um, <laughs> but that's all we got for right now. We want to thank y'all for listening. We want to thank y'all for always mm-hmm. supporting us. And, supporting us. Yeah. and before we close, we want y'all to check out himpodcast.com because we got blog posts yeah. that kind of translate into what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do, sometimes they just about somebody being kinky, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but this week we got Aaron. And he is really about to go deep. So I want y'all to check us out at himpodcast.com and make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at himpodcast. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Love y'all. Yeah, baby. Check this out.